0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I think I've heard a few different takes on it now. I think uh, Jonathan talked about it on the Fan Focus last night. Um, Baskin and Phelps talked about this yesterday. We were actually going to get into it yesterday, and we just kind of ended up not having time. But... I think one of the most fascinating things to watch this weekend uh, this weekend this off season is the Browns and what they're going to do at tackle. Because I initially was going to come out and and yesterday one of the things I had thought about a lot of is you know what? You got a new offensive line coach. I'm I'm pretty concerned about the O-line now that Bill Callahan isn't going to be here and I think the same people mocking that thought are gonna be the same people that panic the first time the offensive line has a bad game under their new O line coach. There's just there are just not a lot of coaches, especially position coaches, that when they're on your staff, you go, you know that guy's got it. That's Bill Callahan. And so uh the Browns were incredibly smart to paint uh his departure as well, it was a unique circumstance and we couldn't tell him no. Uh, I mean they they spent a good ten days trying to convince him to stay. So I would say that there was some at least attempt to try and get him to stay. So I I don't know. You can just listen. I I said that when he left, I think you can always say something like, this is about family and coaching with my son, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But as with everything, I think there tends to be a, a bunch of factors that go into leaving a job where you're maybe the highest paid offensive line coach in the NFL. Family always does have that pull, but I think there's a lot of things. And I, I don't think we should just assume it's just the familial thing. And I think whoever steps in place – and I, I really do think it's going to be Scott Peters, who is who has studied under Bill as kind of his apprentice the last four years. That makes me really nervous because I, I, I can't recall whether he's a first-time O-line coach at this level or not. Um, Man, I just think you really got to hit a home run on this. I, I just think it is – Maybe, I, maybe I'm putting too much importance on the O-line coach, but I think it is incredibly important. But I think one of the complications on the offensive line is, as of right now, you have too many good tackles or you have too many potential starting tackles. And going into this, I was thinking, you know what? Why not just come back? It's a new O-line coach, but why not you just spend the offseason letting Dewan Jones prepare as the left tackle and then in camp. Have Jed Wills versus Dewan Jones and see what happens. Worst case scenario, you have the best swing tackle in the NFL in Dewan Jones or Jed Wills. That, like, either one of those guys is starter capable. And the reason why I kind of thought more like that was I agree. Like, there are people saying, well, you just can never have enough good tackles. The problem is there's a buttload of money wrapped up in Jed Wills and Jack Conklin and i don't know jack conklin's physical shape but because you have guaranteed money on the cap with him and because his contract is more than just a one year deal and cuz he's a better player when healthy if we're if we're starting to to kind of all right who's who's got to be here there's a lot of contractual reasons why you would bring back jack conklin so I think he's one of your better offensive linemen. I think I'm willing to deal with the health risk because he's just good at his job when he's healthy. I think the odd man out for me would be Jed Wills. I think, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I think Jed Wills would have to have the season to end all seasons for you to really consider uh, extending him next year. And I would just not be shocked if Jed Wills had a regression without Bill Callahan there. And my number one concern of who's most likely to regress, like, guys, Wyatt Teller is a player. I, unless you're going to use Wyatt Teller outside of what what he does good on the football field, I think Wyatt Teller is going to be pretty good. I think, I think Joel Batonio. My only concern with Joel is injury and age at this point. Joel Batonio knows how to guard. All right? Um, Jack Conklin, health and age. Jack Conklin knows how to play right tackle in the NFL. Posick is a little bit, Posick scares me a little bit. Posick felt like a Frankenstein reconstructed by Bill Callahan. Jed Wills, it's always been 80-20 with Jed. And I just, I get really worried when a guy like Ethan Posick that dude gives you as much as he can give you on every damn play. There are not the consistency issues that I think you have with Jed. And I think Jed's consistency, you can guess why it is. Like when you see him not finishing plays, like that to me is code for, man, do you really want to do this? Do you want to be a really great left tackle? Because he's got a lot of what you need. But tackle is not like defensive end. Tackle is not like uh tight end. They're, they're positions in the NFL where you're not going to hit your, you're not going to show return on investment until maybe that second contract. That's why you see so many teams take multiple second, third, fourth round tight ends because you just never know who's going to hit. It takes those guys to get to where Kelsey is. Kelsey wasn't, okay, Kelsey wasn't at this level until Mahomes showed up, but like, Kelsey, like year three, really unlocked a different level. You you look at um David and Joku. David really just kind of coming into his own in the second contract, having his best season. Tackle. Yeah, you can get better. But and and I do think like in today's era with the way the NFL works, these guys are coming in more raw. You know, I mean, these guys have eight, eight year shelf lives maybe 10 if you're lucky, because they're 350 pounds, or in the case of Jed, 315 pounds. And four years in, I don't buy Jed is going to put in the work to be as good of a player, and that's a concern because he's already 80% good and 20% what the hell are you doing? I think this is a logical point to try and figure if you can move some money around and get a draft pick out of Jed Wills. I don't, I don't think you can send Dewan Jones back to the bench. I just don't. There are some dudes who are not guys that are going to prosper on the bench. Jed Wills, I think there's a reason why you saw Jed continue to come out and get better week in, week out, because he was actually getting playing time. I think that matters to a guy that he's already a little bit bigger, already is, there were some strikes on him coming in, I think if you send him to the bench, you could end up losing all that progress this year. 216 474 0092. If there is an odd man out, I, I just, I, given what Conklin makes, given what Jed will make on the fifth year option, given how good Dewan Jones played, I can't see them bringing those three guys back. And we can say, now James Hudson isn't a starter. Yeah. Uh, neither was Chris Hubbard. But Chris Hubbard for a decade and. Mm, for half a decade, was a really good swing tackle. And I think that's all you need. Am I concerned about Chad Conklin? Yes, of course. But I trust him more when healthy than I do Jed Wills. Do I know definitively if, definitively if, if the Browns think Dewan Jones is a left tackle? No. And if they... Th- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. think that Dewan is right tackle only that probably makes your decision on Jack Conklin. But this is about trust, this is about the investment you've already made. And I think this year I I think if you can get out of Jed Wills now and guys, they're always going to need uh left tackles. The NFL is is never going to stop giving guys like Jed a chance, Juwan Taylor of the the Chiefs, booty cheeks. You watch him like he is the true weak link of the the Chiefs offensive line. And this is his second team, and they gave him a good amount of money to go be booty cheeks in Kansas City. So if we're if we're doing the odd man out thing, and I think it makes sense, you have a lot of money, and I mean a lot of money wrapped up in tackle, and one way you can make up for the money you're spending on your offensive line is to go with a rookie on a rookie contract. That's DeWan Jones. The number one thing that can't happen is that kid can't go back to the bench. Because he has a chance to be the best tackle out of all three of those guys. Let's go with Eric. Eric, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, I, I'm liking all the takes today. Um, I agree 100%. I love the offensive line. I'm an O-line guy. And, yeah, I think Jedrick Wills is the odd man out. Uh, I like your takes on uh, DeWan Jones. And um, and I, th- I think you're uh, giving a lot of great takes today on the O-line. Well, we're going to put that in the promo, Eric. I appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so oh, no much. Problem. Have a good one. Sorry about that. I cut him off. I always do that. I'm awkward on the phones. You should hear me on a phone call with my mom. My mom and I are the same person on the phone call, and it pretty much just ends in us abs- accidentally interrupting each other and then kind of both just getting frustrated. In person, different kind of conversation. A lot of fun. Really enjoy each other. But on the phone, oh, it's, it's murder. Now, getting back to... Um, Here's another take I have just because Eric likes my takes and I hope you do too. Um, I think if in a year Dewan Jones isn't one of your two best offensive linemen, I think it'll be a massive failure. And I, and maybe I'm overrating what he did. I think the Browns did help him out more uh, early in the season than than maybe some people recognize. Um, but, like, even in that, that uh, matchup with uh, Nick Bosa in week five, I just saw one of the best defensive ends in the NFL get physically dominated dominated by Dewan Jones. And I don't know how many, like I don't know how many times you got to see that before you look at that and go, that's, that's the ceiling of that kid. And so whether it's right, maybe that's the better way to put this at this point, I care less about who the odd man out is and just the reality that Dewan Jones has to be starting somewhere next year. And I'm not talking about gifting him the job. He earned it this year. That would actually be the number one for whatever the offensive line coach is. Uh, who's the odd man out? Ask that question, and that probably should tell you who should be the O-line coach next year.